This is Jake Leverson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing for February 12th. Insurance and healthcare executives are sounding off against CMS's proposed Medicare Advantage rates for 2025. On a February 7th call with investors, CBS Health CEO Karen Lynch said the company believes the rates are not sufficient to cover current medical cost trends. Though CVS believes the rate notice is insufficient, it was in line with the company's expectations. Ms. Lynch said, however, we do not believe it covers overall cost trends that have been emerging in Medicare Advantage. We also know that there's complexity around the risk model, so we'll be contemplating that as we think about our 2025 bids. CMS published its proposed MA rates for 2025 at the end of last month. The proposal would cut benchmark payments by 2.2%. CMS said that insurers should expect us to see 3.7% higher revenue overall, with an MA risk score trend of 3.86%, the average increase in risk adjustment payments year over year, offsetting risk model revisions and a projected decline in star rating bonuses. In 2025, the agency will continue phasing and coding adjustment changes Those will be implemented between 2024 and 2026. CMS chose to phase in those adjustments over three years instead of one in response to pushback from the industry. Executives at 17 told investors in February they also viewed the notice as insufficient. CFO Drew Asher said the phase-in rates have a disproportionate impact on dual eligible members, a large share of Centene's membership. He said that Centene is focusing on improving margins in its Medicare business rather than growing membership through plan, though plans could be less attractive to seniors with lower benchmark funding. Humana also said that the rate notice was lower than the company expected, but it did not change its earnings guidance because of the proposed rate. AHIP said that the group is carefully reviewing the rate notice. Well, new guardrails for Medicare Advantage plans use of AI may not be clear enough. It's according to experts who told that to members of the Senate Finance Committee last month. CMS sent a message to Medicare Advantage plans in February, clarifying how new prior authorization rules set forth by the agency apply to their use of algorithms and AI-powered tools. The agency wrote that AI programs can be used to assist in coverage determinations, but it is the plan's responsibility to ensure that the algorithm or AI complies with all applicable rules for how coverage determinations by MA organizations are made. The agency will also increase its auditing of denials in Medicare Advantage plans. Lawmakers have urged CMS to do more to regulate the use of AI among MA plans. The Senate Finance Committee held a hearing probing the use of AI in healthcare on February 8th. At that hearing, one professor told the committee, one professor from Stanford told the committee that CMS should implement more specific guidelines on requirements for meaningful human review of claims denied by algorithms. She said that audits by CMS need to look very closely at denials where algorithms were involved. United Health and Humana are currently facing lawsuits alleging they wrongfully denied members care using an AI-powered algorithm. Both companies have told Beckers previously that those tools are not used to make coverage determinations or that they maintain that a human is in the loop whenever AI is used. Well, insurers are outpacing the healthcare industry in terms of investing in their workers. That's according to a new ranking from Just Capital and CNBC of the most just companies in the country. That list rates the country's 1,000 largest public companies on how they treat their workers and customers, how they support communities, address environmental impacts, 
and conduct corporate governance. Worker investments have the most weight on the group's rankings, and that includes wages, workforce retention, benefits, health and safety, and diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. Companies were rated on a point scale. The average healthcare company received a score of 43. Payers on that list uh, at the top was Cigna with a score of 94, followed by Elevance Health, then Humana, Centene, United Health Group, and at the bottom of that list, CVS Health with a score of 51. Well, United Health Group President and COO Dirk McMahon plans to retire April 1st. In a regulatory filing published February 7th, the company said that he has worked for United Health Group for 20 years and has met the requirements to receive retirement benefits as part of his compensation package. He was named COO of United Health in 2021 and previously served as CEO of United Healthcare and as COO at Optum. United Health has also completed the sale of its health insurance and hospital operations in Brazil. United Health said back in December that it agreed to sell the business to a private investor for an undisclosed amount. United says it expects to record a $7 billion charge as a result of the deal, which will be excluded from its adjusted upcoming earnings. United Health purchased the unit back in 2012 for $4.9 billion. The company has been trying to offload its Brazilian assets since 2022 due to growing losses in individual health plans in the country. That business unit includes more than 5 million health and dental plan members, along with a network of hospitals and clinics that employ more than 20,000 people. United Health's operations outside the U.S. have not been a focus of the company's presentations to investors for years. If you'd like the latest health insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.